Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Tony Dudzik, pick guardian. Jared Brandon, coming to you from Nashville. Billy Spitfire, Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> yeah, do you feel like you needed to tag tag one on? Yeah. Like, yeah. Billy Spitfire, uh... Tequila collector. <laughs> like, <laughs> and hey, everybody, Cuba. Hi everybody, it's me, Tom Novak. Welcome to the Guitar Nubs Podcast. We are thrilled to death that you are listening to our show. That's right. Where we talk about guitars, gear, people that make it, people that shake it, people that break it. And uh, we love having uh, special guests on the line, and we've got one tonight. Um, he's not necessarily a builder of guitar gear, but he is an appreciator of guitar gear and uh, a consumer and supporter of the products and the people that make those things. Guess who are you? I'm John Williams, Grand Poobah in Arkansas. Indeed. Nice. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, We're really thrilled to have John on. He's been such a great contributor to the show. Um, You know, whether it's in, hey, here's a suggestion, here's a would you rather, these are my thoughts, or just outright supporting the rest of the guitar community that we love to discuss and, uh, and support ourselves. So uh, it's going to be really fun talking to John, finding out what... Uh, well, I talk, I'm speaking like he's not, like he's third person or something. He'll talk to me someday. It's yeah, yeah. We're really <laughs> interested in talking to you, John, but I'm telling the people that are listening. So that's how the <laughs> distinction between that. Because if I said you, the people listening would be like, oh, you mean me? But anyways, that got confusing. Um, so we've got a full house tonight. It's going to be really fun. We've got tons to talk about. Yes. So let's do Super this, sipped. man. Uh, we got a few announcements. That's right. We need to thank Road Mics for setting us up with this super awesome gear. Our microphones and our console, uh, always, always handy. And uh, also, got we got a couple things. Um, So, our friend Alex Garaldi from uh, Copper Sound Pedals, they got a whole new release of great new products coming out specifically for DIY builders. Mm. They've got uh, bread special breadboards that are like, you know, all hooked up, basically ready to plug in, plug in and play, inputs and outputs and power and all that business. They've got substitution boxes, toggle switches, gang, dual gang potentiometry, breadboards, adapters, solder dispensers. I what said it, solder. What, solder? Uh, pre-cut <laughs> and stripped wire. I'm actually interested in that because that's, that's uh, you know, it's better if somebody else does it. Anyways, lots of great things. And guess what? They are available all right now. Oh. So you can go to Copper Sound Pedals, check out the DIY products by copper sound and um wow they got like breadboards and all kinds of cool stuff yes all kinds of all kinds of the things that so you can get out there and start kind of making your own pedals that's really cool nice i mean now granted there are plenty of other places that do these kind of things but the the difference is i think that they're really taking into consideration guitar builders not just electronics enthusiasts Mm. so or sorry pedal you know gear builder people anyways so thanks to alex for sending that our way and congratulations on a fantastic new thingamabob also so this is from gregory randall also one of our supporters yeah um 
He says, hey, Todd, I'm a bit behind on the podcast. Just listen to the Guild 101. Wow, what an amazing episode. Thank, Thank you. you. We agree. Tony did a great job with that. <laughs> Going back through it a second time to take notes and look up pictures of the guitars. Thanks a bunch. I've, that's, that's probably, he's probably like, thanks a bunch, you know, like, <laughs> um, uh, love your life. Yeah. <laughs> love your life. Uh, I've also been thinking way too much about which guitar I would give to my teenage self. Uh, that was one of the, oh yeah, uh, the, yeah. which yeah. rather I, I think it might be a new Yamaha Revstar standard with the P90s. Yeah. The new ones came out yeah. and they are better yeah. even. Uh, um, cool. my advice would be believe in yourself to himself. All right. That's cool. And then he says, Here's another Would You Rather, which we will do at the end of the show. Oh, nice. Yeah. So anyways, um, there is that. Uh, now, let's get on with this. What is going on in our music worlds this week? Ladies and gentlemen, Tanya Belonsky is going to kick us off, and then we're going to chat with our good friend, That's not John my Williams. name anymore. What is it now? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's Little Nubbins. <laughs> <laughs> Little Nubbins. That's my rap stage right. name. That's your, that's your rap name, Little Nubbins? <laughs> Little Nubbins. <laughs> yeah, Little, Little Nubbins. That's hilarious. Oh, boy. Uh, Go ahead. And, John, if you if you, uh, that came up in the one that we literally just released today. So yes. if you're not caught up, then you'll be I'm like, not caught oh, that one yet. that's bad. Uh, that. Now yeah. you will get the joke when yes. you listen to well, the I immediately went to Friends. I don't know what you guys went to, so we'll find out, I guess. Okay. <laughs> Are you going with me? Go. Oh, so this week... Um, I finally, uh, I, I talked about this guitar a, a while back um, that I was rebuilding a tr real 1969 Fender Custom um, for a friend of mine uh, who was the only person I, that I knew I had an actual Fender Custom. And now, just a quick reminder, the Fender Custom was a chop shop job that Fender under CBS's Infinite Wisdom took uh, electric 12 bodies, chopped them up in several places, used the hockey stick headstock with, um, instead of 12 tuning machines, they put six in there. And they then, were far spread apart. Yeah. What did you say, Jared? You got to speak up. They were far spread apart. They were far, like, each tuner is very far apart from each other, correct? That is correct. Like, so you, like face to the microphone. Yes. You could be... Yeah, sorry. You could be a giant and yet not get your hands tangled up with within the tuners. That is correct. Okay. So, um, so a couple of months back, uh, Carl uh, from Car Sickness, whose guitar this was, uh, sent me the guitar, and it was a mess. I mean, a real mess. Uh, the neck, however, was actually in pretty good shape, but the body was just was 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 just not great, and there were some cracks in it after we got all the paint and goo and stuff off of it. So my buddy Pat Murray at Coop Guitars did the yeoman's share of of bringing the body back together. He actually routed out a big chunk of wood in the middle, dropped a new piece in. So it's a very sturdy instrument compared to what it was. Well, I finally got all the bits and pieces together, bolted it up, put all the pickups, made a new pick guard for it, and shipped it out yesterday. And it is, I mean, I have to say, um, of all the restorations that I've done, this one came out really, really good. And the pickups, I used Carl's original pickups that he had. He had a wide range in the neck and uh, a Duncan, uh, I think it was... Super Distortion? 
it was almost <laughs> like a JB, but it was like a DDL or something like that was what it would set underneath, but it was a super high. Oh, I wasn't that far off. What, what's that? Then I wasn't that far off. What? You super high. Oh, I mean, it's but it, the difference is the, the 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 real high output ones usually had ceramic magnets. This had Elnico's. So, um, but it was uh, I I was you know I I put it together probably Monday or Tuesday, and I was just playing around with it. I you know I wanted to make sure it worked. Of course, mm-hmm. that was always fun, and and I was just really really happy with how all the pick, the pickups sounded great oh, that's together. That's amazing. Thanks so much for bringing it in. Well. You'd have to. <laughs> you, I'll show you a picture of it. I have a question about that. How did the, how was the balance between the Seymour Duncan, which is a great pickup, by the way. Yeah. Um, and the wide range. So it actually, I had to drop the wide range down pretty low. You know, pretty much to just slightly above guard level. Um, yeah. I think that wide range, and this is an original wide range, uh, was like around ten point five. Yeah, and yeah, that, that's the average. And the Duncan metered out around fifteen five. Yeah. So it was. Uh, so I mean, they were fairly well balanced, but of course, the bridge pickup had to be considerably higher in order to compete with that that neck uh, wide oh, range. Yeah. So, but all in all, really cool. Tracked down some new parts for it, um, and luckily, most of them are readily available. And uh, so Carl should have it on Friday, and I'm sure he'll send me a photo and a thank you. Awesome. So, so very did cool. Pat, did did Pat, one more question about? So yeah. Did Pat yeah. Ever talk about like where he dropped that extra wood, and is that under the pickguard or is that outside of the of a pickguard? Well, it probably would have been outside the pickup area, but because yeah. the body was being repainted, and then Carl did a kind of like he does all this fancy well you probably saw my other uh the one that i had made uh that he did all the artwork on and uh and then pat put a coat of poly over the top of that just so it can keep it all safe so oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah even sure. though there's there's a big chunk of wood in the middle of it uh you would never know that's that's pretty cool because i mean if i've seen where people have tried to repair gibsons and then using uh, lacquer, which is considerably thinner, and then no matter what you do, it's like that where you repaired it and where you added wood. Oh yeah, those damn lines always seem to project. After yeah, a while after everything kind of shrinks. Yeah, you know? when especially if you're using real lacquer, it'll sink down in, uh, and there's not a whole heck of a lot you can do about it. So in those cases, you'd really want to just if you had to replace wood like this, you'd want to make sure it was underneath the guard area. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, thank you. Yeah. That is outstanding. Um, John, what's going on in music world, man? I've gotten to a a few cool things this week. Um, Let's see. Just yesterday I ordered a new Overdrive I'm excited about. Ooh, what did you order? Um, I found it on Reverb. Well, actually, I found I stumbled across them on Instagram. I thought they looked really, really cool, and then I found a demo. Uh, It's Calavera. Okay. Um, out of Canada. Um, but anyway, it's super cool looking pedal. Like it, it just immediately got my attention anyway. It just looked cool. And then uh, listened to, to some demos, like I say, and it sounded great. So, and they're, they're priced quite reasonably for such a cool little pedal. So uh, I got one of those on the way. I'm excited about that. That's killer. Um, you, you know what? Um, yeah. I've actually been in conversation uh, to get him on the show. So 
Excellent. Yeah, I was I was going to I was re- recommend as much. Um, and I kind of been shopping around at Amps again, um, as I do from time to time. And uh, yeah, I was going to pick your brain about your origin at some point because I mean I tried one of those out the other day and thought that was pretty slick. I I, I really that. like it. And I mean, actually, we recorded with it uh, here at Relay uh, two three weeks ago. Billy Billy actually dropped in to to hear it. Um, that was the Origin Fifty that I was playing. Right, yeah. and uh, and you know John has all kinds of you know top notch amps out here, and he's like, man, that thing sounds good. Like, let's just keep stick with that today. So, you know, it's when super we punchy. it is, it's it's got it's it's got the stuff that works for me, anyways, and I don't have to haul around. Um, you know, I don't have a half stack. I don't have to do that. I got right, I got the yeah. head. I actually I have a head, and I have a two by twelve cab. And then I also have a combo version of the 50. Are you using an attenuator with that? No. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Impressive. It sounded great. It's got the uh, power settings on it, right? So you can go from, what is it, like 5 watts to 10 to 50 or something like that? Yeah, it kind of has its own attenuator built into it, which is kind of neat because then you can play in your basement. And now, it it doesn't sound exactly like a Marshall. It's like, well... Yeah, because it's a it's a lot quieter, um, but it's still it's got a master volume on it, so you can you know you can goose it and do all that stuff. And um, so anyhow, I was really impressed with it. It was super cool. It, I, I would highly recommend. Where were you? Are you looking at a combo or a head? Well, I was kind of looking at the combos. Uh, I mean, a twenty watt would be more enough power for me, but um, but the fifty gets the twelve inch. So. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I can get a twenty head and find a little one twelve cab somewhere. But well, I mean, all essentially, these the twenty is the the twenty is the middle. I, I, and I'm not okay. If, if I'm dead wrong, people, please don't beat me up. But from what I understand, <laughs> the twenty watt version is sort of like the medium gain or the medium power level. That's what you can expect. Sure. Um, the twelve inch speaker. Okay. If you do that, I would highly, highly recommend dropping in. Um, a, a, a third-party speaker. Like I put in the warehouse guitar speakers. You got them from Guitar in, Warehouse Invader. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. It's good to know. Yeah. So um, anyhow, yeah, dude, I, it's a it was a great purchase. Uh, I I've really liked it quite a bit. So. So you 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 went to a replacement speaker pretty quickly then. Yeah, I did. I just uh, over the years I've I've learned. I'm like, you know what? They're just gonna sound. They just sound better because anything that that. Um, I believe my own personal opinion here, man, is that, um, you know, like, well, I asked for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if they're in order to keep things at a price that people can go like, I can feel good about spending that amount of money. They're going to go with lesser things in certain areas. Number one thing that they do is go with a speaker that is, you know, a lower, you know, just a, a a lesser speaker. It's a it's a, it's a Celestion eighty seventy or seventy eighty, mm. whatever those things are. Yeah, you're better off spending some money on a decent speaker. I mean, you know, you spend an extra hundred bucks it's on a, a, huge on a better speaker. I mean, what's the difference between doing that and buying a hundred dollar pedal? You yeah, know, to do something. Right. Yeah, I was really surprised at what the pricing was. That, that they look very reasonable. I was kind of eyeing one for my uh, deluxe reverb here, actually. Like yeah. they had one they recommended highly for that one, like a, one of the smooth cones that kind of round the top off. They said, "Uh huh." That, that was appealing. The the biggest the, I guess the biggest thing that I've seen is like, and, and it's kind of neat because when you pull one out of the box and you hold it up to what you just took out, you're like, 
This isn't even close <laughs> to like all the components. Like I don't have to be a speaker expert to go like this is going to be much better. <laughs> and and it does. Go. It sounds better. I mean, and you know, straight up. So um anyways. So there's so that. You did that in your combo or in your in your 212K? I did it to both. So in my all of it. I put the Invader 50 in my uh in my combo and then in my cab I put or uh, in the in the two twelve cabinet. I put the Invader as well them? as uh, a the uh, oh, what is the ES sixty five. Oh, how fun is that? Okay, e cool. Yes, yeah. I think I'm trying to remember the name of it. It's whatever that is, the white one. And the difference is the Invader's more like a. Uh, it's kind of in between like a greenback and a creamback, from what I understand. The way that they've kind of been led to believe so it has a creamier more mid-tone focus kind of thing the uh, et65 has is got a more articulated bottom end so it doesn't mush out and mm -hmm. uh tony just gave like me a big real, thumbs like up the like the real that. 65 he, he so that's that. the way the real 65s yeah. were yeah and then it <laughs> also has a more art so so yeah. you get the punch from the ET65, and the thing is, if you're in a 212, you're, you're looking to move a little bit of air. In a, in a combo, that's not necessarily the case. So with that, when you're trying to get more punch, all the mid, and you dig into it, it it's, not gonna, it's not gonna hold as much. That ET65 really comes through. So anyways, there you go. Excellent, very cool. Bada bing, bada boom. Um, some guys probably listening going, he does not know what he's talking about. <laughs> I, I, I have I have one Marshall four by twelve cabinet, the old the old one, yeah, and uh, you know from like nineteen seventy three, yeah, and it's got the original sixty fives in it, okay, and then I got another one that uh, put I put the uh, uh, the greenbacks in, yeah, and um, and they do they have a different sound, one's yeah, one's creamier and the other one is punchy you know, punchy on the bottom yeah. and man you know yeah so ideally so it all depends on what club you're playing in right you know? but but ideally you know uh, I, since i'm the only guitar player i can ask for two mics i can go like i want this speaker mm -hmm. mic then i want that speaker mic get mm -hmm. them both i did when i ran stereo and they ran me in stereo yeah <laughs> just like that just and like that sounded excellent so yeah man I, I would highly recommend doing that 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 that'd be a uh, Me too. Yeah, I think that's happen. a solid purchase. <laughs> yeah, Dunsky. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Billy. Hey, Steph, Todd said it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, what's going on in your music world? What's going on in my music world? Uh, three things. One is I'm having a, a, a big birthday party. Woo. Yeah, yes, at the it big is. room bar. So we're getting ready a for big that. one. With Brat Pizza? Uh, yeah, I was I was just working on the uh, with what? On the flyer all today. Clarification. The Brat, Bratwurst Pizza. On the 23rd of... Uh, September, we're celebrating my birthday, which is on the 28th of September. I'm a Libra. I go both ways. And um, <laughs> both, I mean, I I'm on balance. I'm balanced is what I mean. Okay. Um, I mean, if it wasn't that, that's fine too. I mean, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, and uh, so I've been working on that. Uh, I played some bass with a uh, Grateful Dead Rolling Stones cover kind of band. Had a blast on Saturday. Was that good the Grateful Stones? In, you know, awesome. The Grateful Stones, man. And that was fun. Stones. I was playing bass with those guys. And then, um, and then I also got a uh, another uh, Duncan detonator pickup. Oh, the detonators were used. Um, Sounds explosive. They well, they were an aftermarket 
variation of the uh, Duncan Invader. Okay. So it's the pickup that has a it has like little uh, like little bolts. Hex bolts. It looks like little oh, bolts on yeah, top. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. They're bubbled up, so oh, they look okay. real cool. They look real cool. And they had them in the uh, oh no no Fender it's Tom not, not hex bolts rounded ones yeah like, they're rounded like they're rounded yeah, yeah they're, they're rounded they're, yeah, yeah okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and um, and so Fender used it in the Tom DeLonge Strat okay right with single pickup one knob uh, very nice and creamy creamy I remember that thing yeah yeah but in their Squire version of the Tom DeLonge Strat mm-hmm. they used the detonator mm. and the detonator is cl- similar. Real close, looks the same from the outside, but it heads a little nastier. Mm. And so I'm in the process of uh, swapping those out with some other pickups and, and making some squires that had been so, so-called upgraded mm-hmm. to the Fender variation with the Invader. I'm bringing them back to their original detonator because it's nasty and it's really cool. And, so you're uh, swapping it like it's hot and bringing nasty back. So it's almost like... Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the same kind of a thing with the creamy speaker versus the you know yeah. the sixty five. Why not it's, have it's, both? It's kind of the what same thing. What makes it nastier? What makes the detonator mat nastier than the? Um, it's um, twelve more twelve more wines per coil. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's um, it sounds like it doesn't. It, like it has a filter applied to it, so it's not it's not like a full range of you know overdriven distortion, you know. Cockwah or something. It's um it it's more succinct. It's more um, it's more bite, bitey. Focus. It's yeah, it's just biteier. It's nastier. It's not quite as creamy. So like maybe on a on a really nice you know uh, Santana solo, it's not gonna sound. As good as the Invader, but right. if you're there playing, is only one Santana solo. <laughs> he plays the same solo on every song. Well, Just yeah, in case you what haven't I'm saying, noticed. But if he was using a different pickup, it's going to sound different. Hey man, so, make it real or just forget about it. Sounds yeah. like they added a few more magnets for that extra focus. They might. I don't know. It might have supercharged. Might have been cheaper magnets. I they, don't know. They overgoused it. Like I said, it was an aftermarket. Um, thing. So sometimes you see them uh, with the brand Duncan Performer, mm-hmm. and sometimes they're stamped on the bottom that says Performer. Sometimes they say Detonator. But it's it's a cheaper version of the Invader, yeah. and I like it. That's nice. That's, that's a win, win and, a and win. they look cool. They look cool. They, it's a cool looking look pickup, cool. man. They look cool. Thing, I mean, that, that counts for a lot. Oh, yeah. The punks <laughs> love them. Yeah. You find out what, what's your jam, what your jam is. My game. How you can get more. My yeah. game. My game. <laughs> All right. Jared, how about yourself? <laughs> so if you guys remember a few episodes back, good old Tony Balonsky uh, got us all some uh, clon clones from China. And uh, I got mine in the mail, and it was in the you know sat around for a few days till I got a chance to plug the thing in. And I I plugged it in right next to my Klon. My I've got a real one, and I got a chance to compare it. And um, I have to say, for the price that 
Tony Blonsky paid for this. I it's a it's a huge winner. Which was like twenty five bucks or something. It was about no. thirty bucks. Yeah, just yeah, under thirty so shipped. Fantastic find. The only difference is that, and I of course I had all the buttons dialed the exact to the exact uh, parameter and <clears throat> and I think the 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 fake one just kind of. It just kind of fizzled out a little easier. It didn't keep this like when you hit a chord. It doesn't have the girth. And, and you've got yeah, you got your sustain going. The sustain stays, you know, the same sound and breakup just kind of stays consistent throughout the n- nice long sustainy power chord. Yeah. But it, it uh, the fake one kind of fizzles out. But well, I'll tell I mean, you what, what. Honestly, for the money, it's it's a. It's a big winner. Yeah. Seriously. So great find, buddy. Yeah. Well, John Esterly uh, put some new components into one of them and brought it over to the shop. And we did an AB with an unmodified one and a modified. And the modified one definitely sounds better. And I think he said he only replaced three or four components. Yeah. Um, but it I made a huge difference. Were really bad. All he did is replace some diodes. And yeah. an op amp. And the op amp, yeah. he, yeah, he, he changed that out. Huge difference. I ought to send mine to John and a few bucks and see if he can't do that. Oh, he'll, yeah, he'll, he'll definitely do. It. Why don't you next time you're up in town, or if you just want to send it back, um, we'll you know, yeah. we'll get it over to yeah. him because he's going to do that to. Uh, he's doing to that Todd's currently to the one that we're giving away and the one that we're going to give away. Yeah, uh, that's a good idea. So thank you, Tony Balonsky. Yeah, yeah you're welcome. You're Indeed. Welcome. Uh, Todd, what about you? Well, uh, look, I don't want to turn this into a clonathon, but uh, <laughs> uh, I. Uh, so that we have something cooking, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just saying that this it's is percolating. There's a, there's as a, there's we a percolating say. thing, and one of the things. So I was talking with my buddy Hex, and he's like, "Oh man, he. Uh, I just got the Harby Centauri, which is um, another." clone clone out there in in the works i think kind of more aimed at the archer uh mm. the archer audience and uh just because form factor and and price and i and i was like oh that's really interesting i was looking at that a little bit and then uh i got a notice that it like went on like a one-day sale on amazon i was like well crap <laughs> so so i got that happens every time but um that is so the thing that we're cooking up is uh, we're we're going to we're gonna do our own little like you know we've got a whole bunch of these uh, kicking around and and we're not going to compare it to the real one because it doesn't matter none of us are going to buy that most people aren't going to ever play one or have one so it doesn't matter so we're going to say of these what do we like best and we're going to try it out with a bunch of different uh, guitars a bunch of different amps and uh, should be fun so we'll have a, a bunch of uh, content for y'alls. I know there's always discussions about these these yeah. things. Is is there like a trade secret or something that's inside there? That what's different? Yes and no. And no, okay. Yes, we just don't know. But no, okay. But mostly yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, they, you know, it's just a, it's a, it's a great, it's it's a great sounding pedal, and you know what you heard was was mine mm-hmm. but it, it's the mine is the um uh sierra tone uh or Sierra tone uh one but uh that was mm-hmm. going into the to the marshall 50 
Okay. Um, and in front of that, I had a morning glory, and it's like, man, it sounded pff, awesome. So, anyways, you know, Tony, uh, I just ended up building up a little foot switch for the HX Stomp, so oh. that I can cycle through the different uh, profiles that I have, like or up, down, up, down, up, down, or or next and back, next and back. Either way, if you look at things on an x-axis or a y-axis. Oh, next and back, next and back. Yeah, next and back. Uh, which is helpful because I've set up a couple different things. And I'm like, oh, I want to be able to cycle through these potentially on a live situation. But mm. uh, without, aside from just turning it, you know, you know. So anyways, I got these little, I, I made a pedal. And I'm actually making two others that I'm going to give away to our patrons. Oh. Uh, who have HX stomps. And it, the thing is, in order to make this work, you can't just use a regular patch cable. You can't? You cannot. You have to use a TRS. Oh. Cable. What does that stand for, Tony? Uh, TRS stands for tip, ring, and sleeve. That is correct. And Tour Gear luckily makes said patch cable. So well, you I know, immediately. But you know, for those who need to visualize this, yes. it, think of a stereo headphone jack. You have the very tip separated by a piece of plastic, yep. the ring. Yep. And then the sleeve, which is the ground. Yeah, sure. So it's so anyway, like a stereo It's kind of like that, if you want to think about it like that. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Uh, you also need the same thing if, you, if you're doing like an expression pedal on most things or something like that. So anyhow, um, those are on their way. And I'm very excited about it. So you can go get your own tip ring sleeve patch cables or any other of the patch cables that are just regular patch cables. You know, I wonder if that would work, um, you know, the Rickenbacker Rico sound mm-hmm. where you have a dual jack. Yeah. And then it goes normally into like a little splitter box mm-hmm. that has, you know, with a stereo cable. Uh-huh. I bet I bet it would work on that. I bet it would. I'm going to have should, to. You I'm should gonna, try that out. Order, I'm check order it out. some and, and get it. Anyway, so thank you to Tour Gear Designs. Uh, you, you need to go to tourgeardesigns.com and uh, get yourself these pedals and use the code TheGuitarKnobs. Uh-huh. All one word. You're going to save 10% on your entire order. <laughs> 10% on 10% top of a already that is a very affordable one piece. One more percent than nine. So wow. thank you to Tour Gear for sponsoring our four on the floor. Jared. Let me get a little bit of this. One, two, one, two, three, four on the floor. All right, John Williams, Grand Poobah, what is your four on the floor? Well, I'm just going to grab the four that I've been using lately. Uh, I built out a cool little mini board. Um, I sent you pictures of it. Yes. And it is loaded with Tour Gear Designs cables for the most part, but they just came out with the TRS stuff not long ago, so I had to look elsewhere for those, but I'll, I'll get some Tour Gear Design ones. Um... Anywho, I guess the first I've got on the little mini board is the Beatronics Royal Jelly. Yeah. Ah, yes. Um, I mean... And you have a black and white theme. You, you, your board exactly, is really right? nice. Like, <laughs> it's really cool. Yeah. Um, so, the, yeah, when I saw this Royal Jelly in the Stormtrooper color scheme, you know, just, it, it's got the just the bare metal box, and then the plate is white and black. It's, it's really killer looking. So I had to grab that. Um, yeah, the first time I plugged that thing in, I plugged it into my, uh, to the tube amp I've got and uh, yeah, I, I didn't really notice where the volume was on it when I first hit it and it blew my mind into your drums. It was excellent. Um, oh, wow. Just absolutely ferocious thing. It, it's, it's fantastic. 
I've still got to kind of dial in the HX stomp to take it well, because well, that's getting down the, on down the line a bit. But, uh-oh, uh, but, uh-oh. But in my tube amp, though, it is absolutely fantastic. So I'm, I'm still kind of dialing that in. But that thing is killer. And their attention to detail is... Oh, yeah. I mean, it's so, a work so of art. Good. Yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful pedal. Um, so uh, anyway, so that's the, that's the first one I've got on the board there. And, then and, and, for, and just, into, just in case people don't there. understand what that is, it's kind of, it's sort of like a overdrive fuzz like pairing, um, but it's way more complex right. in the sense of yeah, you can swap it from the king side to the queen side, and you can dial you can dial each side back and forth between overdrive and fuzz. You can kind of fade from one to the other. Yeah, and then the idea. all the settings it's got within, a buzz switch. Yeah, that buzz switch is awesome. It is. It is. <laughs> It is a really it is a really crazy. fantastic pedal. Okay, what's number two? So number two, uh, from there it bounces into my HX Stomp. So uh, which I, I know is not exactly just a stomp box, but it, it's cool. Um, and uh, yeah, so I've got the Stormtrooper colored out HX Stomp too. You know, just white, yeah, all white, white, yeah, and stuff, yeah. And um, I think it's super cool. And and like I mentioned before, I've got TRS cables running around and a MIDI cable running around. What, what do you use the, the HX Stomp for primarily? Well, I mean, for the little bit of playing out I do is largely just at church for that kind of thing. So uh, it's usually direct into a soundboard. Uh-huh. So, I mean, the HX Stomp seemed like an obvious place to go to me. Yeah. And um, so I just built this whole mini board out around that. Um, but uh, yeah, so I've I've got it doing amp modeling and then also doing you know some uh, some drives so I can kind of stack. Okay. And I'll talk about that in a second. But you know, if, if even the little Timmy modeler in there, you know, stacks on top of some of the other things, I run into it pretty nicely. Yeah. So um, that's really really cool. And then I've got that MIDI tied into the next in line, which of course I, I'm just kind of assuming everybody's pretty familiar with the HX Stomp, but it, it does most everything, of course. Mm-hmm. And I've got a uh, a two button switch tied into it too, like you like we were talking about a minute ago. So I could go because I can bounce back up and down, gives you a couple more buttons to push. Um, but uh, so the next thing I got in line, so number three here, it goes right into my Specular Tempest from GFI. Ooh, okay. Now um, go go into detail about this one. This is. I mean, as I saw it, it's kind of the reverb unit. If you don't want to run the reverb unit, everybody else has. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, uh, so, I mean, of course, I mean, I love the Strymon stuff. The timeline's amazing. But, you know, everybody in these circles runs it, you know, so I wanted to run something a little different. And uh, I came across the Specular Tempest. It's so tiny, fits on the board really small, you know. Um, but it's it's loaded with lots of cool, cool reverbs and delays. It can do both. You can, you can actually have both running at the same time. And... Um, it's a it's a and super it's, quality machine. I mean, that is a right. that is a highly highly engineered machine. Super super cool. It's got a pretty good interface for if you've got it plugged into a computer where you can go through down things in much like the HX Stomp does. So I can seriously have it kind of sitting here on my desk, and I can be tweaking the HX Stomp while I tweak the Specular Tempest. You yeah. know, um, which is kind of what I like to do. I don't really like just spinning through the little menus. I like to have it on a computer screen so I can, you know, yeah. actually tweak everything a bit. Um, that's got MIDI, that's got MIDI go. as well as USB. Uh, right. So I've got MIDI tied to the uh, HX Stomp, so I can tie in the tap tempo. It's a big thing. Right. Because, I mean, I'll also... I mean, one of the reasons I got the Specular was kind of to offload some of that. Because um, you've only got so many blocks in HX Stomp. So I was yeah. trying to offload some things to the Specular Tempest. 
for reverb and delay, but I still end up stacking delays anyway. <laughs> so I'll sometimes have something run on the HX stomp and then pass it into Speco Tempest and it's still all in tap together. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. And I've also got the little uh, triple switch for that. So you've got a couple more options. You can switch between scenes with it as well. So I've got foot switches for the HX stomp and the Speco Tempest all kind of tied onto this little board. But, uh, you know, I don't have to bend over much. It can just kick things. Nice. So that's three. Right. And the other one's one I kind of change out. Uh, and actually, I usually kind of run it in the front of the series, kind of depending on what it is. But right now, it is the uh, Very Good Amp Co. EP drive. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a great sounding drive, man. It also is fantastic. A, yeah. I, I first heard about him here on, on Guitar Knobs. Yeah. So I heard his interview and... Um, he and I kind of talked back and forth some on Instagram, and that was a good time. And uh, I ended up sending him a brush. He sent me a T-shirt, that kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> Cool stuff. But, yeah, I bought a ZP drive, uh, the V3, the white, of course, You know, so it ties in with everything else I got. Um, but, yeah, I love that little – I love that pedal. Uh, I mean, I pretty much leave that boost on all the time. Yeah, another pedal that EP is – Yeah, just leave of, it on. But yeah, it's like it's, – uh, it can do an awful lot. And you can switch between doing the like boost first or boost after kind of situation. Which right, is really change cool. the order. It's a it's a cool thing. So you yeah. usually do have the boost going into the drive, you know. And uh, yeah, you know what I typically do with it. And it's got the uh, the high and the low cut on board, so that's kind of cool. Um, when I'm actually running into my amp here in the house, just direct, I'll uh, you know usually have that low cut on just to kind of keep it from getting muddy on me. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah I, I love it to death. It's a super cool pedal, and it. It plays really well with the HX. Going into the HX Stomp, it plays really well ahead of it. So um, that's been kind of my go-to. That's awesome. pedal for the moment. Uh, like I said, I've got, that, that, I've got the new thing coming, so I'm excited to try it out too. <laughs> yeah, you got all kinds of good stuff. And if you're curious about about that one, uh, on episode 219, uh, that was our uh, uh, interview with them. So anyways, John... Armelino, Armelino. Yeah, su- super cool pedal. It looks great. Like I say, it's a super clean. It's in a nice Gorva box. It's um, yeah. that drive is fun too. It's a unique sounding drive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's almost Velcro-y. Yeah, kind of got that little thing going on, and uh, you can kind of dust it on there. You can lay into it. It does either really well. Yep, lay into it or not. Yeah, all good. That's uh, and and he's good. He's a super good, dude. You're about you're buying a pedal from a, a genuinely a, a good guy. So that always counts for something. And we also had Btronics on way back, oh my God, way back when. That was a long yeah, time ago. Um, Under a hundred, I think. Yeah. Episode one hundred. Yeah, I think they were actually that. just coming out with the Royal Jelly. Yeah. I don't even know if it was out at that time to be. A, I don't think it honest. was because we went to California. I think he was working on it at the time, if I yeah. remember right. Yeah. So he was, yeah. And I love it, dude. That's that's a super, super cool pedal. When I saw that one, I kind of just had to have it, and I was not disappointed. We should have them back on. Yeah. I think so. We'll call Philly. Let's have a lot come out since then. I tried their Vespa out earlier this week, too. Oh, yeah? Uh, that that thing's really really angry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do like the. I had a hard time trying it out in a guitar center without you know driving <laughs> every play, everybody nuts. I'm have to get it and you know wait till everybody leaves and try it at home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice, uh, Billy. Nice. You, yeah, yeah. I got a question. You, you had the, you had the dual switch and then you had the triple switch, right? On those couple pedals. How do you manage your footwork when you're when you're tapping on those things? You know, like the, I have special uh, shoes. And then I, 
<laughs> no, uh, it's uh, the, the cool, the, the specular tempest, one of the downers with it is that you, it, just like the HX stomp, I mean, you kind of only have two buttons on it. Yeah. So if you want to change banks, it's really handy to have it. Um, and also the triple switch allows me to do uh, a two button press with a single button. Uh-huh. I'm not, you know, kicking my foot across it sideways or something. Yeah. For if you want to do the infinite sustain stuff, the uh, the freeze. Oh, I like the freeze. About, okay. It'll allow yeah. you to do that. That's cool. So, I mean, yeah. the triple switch is really handy for that. So, I can go bank to bank with it. Like, you've got an A and a B on the Specular Tempest, so you can select between two. And then, um, then you've got, on the triple switch, you've got bank up, bank down, and then you've got that button in the middle that you can, that's a combination of hitting two buttons, and you can do the freeze. That's cool. Okay. Uh, I like that. Okay. It, just, it just makes yeah. it a little more usable. It was another option that I just said, yeah, I want that too. Why not? Why not? <laughs> yeah, okay, Do the cool. things. Right on. And then I've got it all on a super cool custom board. I, I'm, I'm really kind of excited about the little board I made for it. It's yeah, a, That is a nice board. And you got the chocks uh, power supply. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, everything's like custom made for the pedals that are on it. So if I want to change things, then I've got to design a new board. <laughs> <laughs> Fair play. Fair play. Well, uh, John, thank you for sharing your four on the floor. Um, now, we've got you on the show because you are a grand poobah. That is the highest level supporter of, uh, of our show on Patreon. Um, and uh, so we've got our executive producers, and then we have our grand poobahs. And uh, first of all, let me say a, a genuine and heartfelt thank you for supporting our show the way that you do. It, it means the world to us, and it truly helps us out. Now that's just the support side um, from you know like the, the the membership level kind of thing. But you are also that, somebody. I, I appreciate it, man. Because I mean, I, I like. I mean, when I, before I signed on as executive producer, I'd already kind of you know gone through pretty much your entire playlist. <laughs> you know, just like <laughs> through every episode I could find, you know, kind of thing. So I, I was more than happy to hop on board. Thank you, thank you. Well, and, and you know, aside from that uh, kind of support. Um, you know, that's the hard support. The soft support is, you know, you're, you're really great about sharing your thoughts and staying, you know, messaging and, and just, you know, you're not an, uh, uh an outsider to us. No, and passive. we appreciate, yeah, uh, huh. you're very active. Thank you, Billy. That's about, that's about right. Um, and you get to have your name read on the thing. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yes, you do. You do. So, anyways, let's let's find out a little bit about uh, our friend John here. Um, now, I think one of the obvious questions we like to ask. Um, let's start out with with a little bit of gear first. Okay, we just got through with your pedal board. Walk us through your what, what what's your guitar situation look like? Um, I've, I've got a few. Um, in my, my little room here, I've got you know several hanging on the wall and stuff. Um, the bulk of my gear was bought um, I don't know, like early two thousands, so a lot of it's leftover nineties stuff. Um, so uh, let's see. Now you I mean, have, you have kids, of, right? Yes, I do have one, and she might stop in to say hi. And That's fine. Knows. She just, I think they just got back. Yeah, <laughs> but um, anyhow. Uh, yeah, I've still got my, my, my first guitar down here, like my first decent guitar. Uh-huh. And it's an old Yamaha AES 500. Does anybody know what that was? AES 500? 
Right. Yeah, it's kind of a less polished kind of thing, but it was really rounded out. It has a little swing pool pit guard that's kind of fun and wraparound tailpiece. Oh, I'm pulling that up. There. I'm going to check it out. Oh, yeah, that is kind of interesting. It is, uh, it's, yeah, it is a roundy Les Paul, essentially. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, my, my little one came in. You want to say hi, Didi? Hi. Oh, hi. <laughs> her, her name's Didi? JD. JD. Hi, JD. JD. Hi, JD. She's, she'll be a rock star, no doubt. I love it. How old are you, JD? If you miss me, then you can have it. <laughs> How old are you, JD? <laughs> Neither do we. It doesn't there matter. Right. It doesn't matter. That's a good answer. <laughs> All right. There you go. Uh, okay. Cutie. Yeah, sorry about that. No. But anywho. All good. Uh, yeah, AES 500 is a cool little guitar. I got it when I was in like, I don't know, somewhere in like eighth, ninth grade, something like that. Yeah. So that was the one I played in my little high school bands and stuff. And uh, super tiny neck, and it's got cool taps, which was cool. Yeah. And they got a little three way switch. I didn't have an overdrive, pe- a proper overdrive pedal, so I just had my little crate, 15 watt, whatever, you know, practice amp. Yeah. Uh, that was everywhere in the 90s. And um, it's got an interesting bevel. On it. it's it's instead of a carved top, they just beveled it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> it's it's a cool guitar. I mean, it was it was it was really cool at the time. I thought. Uh huh. And uh, and uh, yeah. So, but it had two volume knobs. That was kind of cool. So I just keep the rhythm pickup real low, and so I could be clean. And then I just flip that thing over to lead circuit, and you know, uh, suddenly I have my overdrive. Right. Not bad. I didn't have a like I said, I didn't have a pedal or anything. Um. Oh wait. So, yeah, now did, wait. One. Let me ask you. Does yours? Does yours have the bevel on top, or or is it Mine's flat a top? Flat top. Okay, Mine's a flat top. I, I just saw like one a, that has like a bevel on it. There was another that had oh, a bevel that's a seven twenty. That's a seven twenty. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> all right. Somewhere in between, right? But uh, yeah, super tiny little neck. I mean, it was it was a. But I mean, it was I, I used that thing, you know, plumbing to college. You know, that kind of thing it was fun. Nice. Um, but anyway, so the ones I'm, I, I, I guess. A more interesting things i've got a uh i got a parker fly really wow yeah i mean i've only heard that mentioned a couple times on the show yeah that, um, so that's a kind of rare they're weird yeah <laughs> oh rare, rare. Oh, they, they're rare as well yeah well they're getting rarer all the time because they're they're almost all custom parts yeah they're it's all proprietary is, parts exactly so you find a lot of them on reverb you know there are people have gutted them because you know the electronics went out at some point and no one wanted to mess with them yeah but uh they're they're super uh i mean i'm an engineer in my day gig so this is kind of just it's it's i appreciate just what a machine it is you know uh-huh. <laughs> uh i mean it's just such a space age guitar and uh mine's a 98 uh-huh. so it's kind of in the sweet spot and before you know the washburn buyouts and all that kind of stuff and after they'd figured out the production um so yeah, it's a super cool guitar, and I got it back when they were cheaper. They've gotten pretty crazy now, but I think it's largely just because I mean, like I say, it's hard to find one in any kind of good condition now. Sure, sure. It is a. Uh, it is a. One of the. It's kind of like that. You know what it is? You guys, I think you'll appreciate this. It is the Delorean <laughs> of the guitar world. <laughs> yeah, it's one uh, way to put it. Well, right. there are aluminum neck guitars out there. They'd be more. Well, they were stainless. Uh, the glory was stainless steel, though, right? Yes. So never mind. In this, back. in the sense of it just being an instantly recognizable oddity. Well, just everything is so bizarre about well, it. They're I mean, super it, light. It uses a plate spring. 
Yeah, and it weighs like four pounds or three and a half pounds or something crazy. Yeah. Because they carve it down to nothing, but then they coat the whole back in a carbon composite to kind of make up for that, you know, any, any lost mass. Um, you got a carbon glass composite fretboard, stainless steel frets. I mean, who had that in the 90s, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, custom DiMarzio pickups that don't have the ears on them. You know, just a lot of little details like that. And mm. uh, um, it's got that uh, funny little flywheel kind of down by the uh, little thumb wheel down the base of the guitar where you can actually adjust the tremolo's tension. It's got a switch on the back to make it dive only or full float. Bizarre. Um, just, yeah, just the well, Ken Parker's I, I a madman. I can understand <laughs> from your perspective as an engineer, like why you would appreciate that. Like I, that totally makes sense to me. I get that. Right. It's just a redesigned guitar. Super, super right. cool. So the next guitar you have is a Steinberger. <laughs> is that, am I right? <laughs> it would be a reasonable guess. Yeah. I thought well, he was going to say Teufel Birdfish. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Like uh, when I was, um, you know, in high school and into and beyond, like, you know, I, I wasn't interested in the old stuff. I wasn't interested in the traditional instruments at the time. Yeah, you know, I, I didn't want a strat. My first guitar ever was my, my first electric ever was a strat that I got in you know seventh grade or something. Uh huh. And it was a you know little, you know Squire Olympic white and uh, although I kind of still wish I had it around, of course, but you know that's how it goes. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I wasn't interested in the traditional gear. I wasn't interested in the strats, the tellies, or whatever. I was kind of interested in the new kids in the block or the the guitars that were making a splash at that time. You know, uh -huh. and, uh, not Parker the band. Fit in there. Not the band. The guitars. <laughs> right, just, there just, you go. We need to maintain your street cred, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, so next to I do have like my first nice guitar was a, a, a PRS Standard Twenty Two that I still have. Um, it's a '97 model. Um, it's just a black guitar. You know, it's got the little moon inlays, so it's not very it's not very flashy. Mm -hmm. But it's got the wide thin neck on it, which I, I still feel. Are you super like in a King on. Crimson cover band or something? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not always good about buying guitars that are appropriate for what I play. <laughs> 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 but the, but the standard 22 can do a lot of things. It it, it it can kind of fit in the middle of a lot of things. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, that's that's always been a great guitar, and I had it plexed not too terribly long ago. So because it had some pretty significant fretware over the last decade. Nice. Um, so which so now one? It's, it's flawless. Which one is your go-to? Well, my go-to is my most recent one. Uh, back in 2020, you know, when everybody was kind of, you know, confined to home, I'd really ramped up my side gig a lot. And I was just like, I want to bust my tail and get a nice guitar. So um, I did that. And I got a, uh, I, I got a custom shop Fender Strat. Oh, oh wow. I um, thought you were going to say oh. a BC Rich Carry King <laughs> signature model. <laughs> Well, that's just it. I'm, 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 I'm not a wicked player. I'm, I'm not a speed player. Let's just say when I ever play the Parker, I kind of feel bad because I mean it, it wants to go fast and I and I don't. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, the Strat. It's um, it, I actually stumbled across it through Sweetwater. It's one of their specs, but um, it's the GT11. So it's got the 11 inch radius on it. Mm. Um, otherwise, it's pretty much kind of a 63, 64 Strat. Um. So it's kind of vintage spec, except for that fretboard. Um, and then it does have like a roasted maple neck that's gorgeous and, Ooh. you know, a roasted alder body. And um, yeah, I, I love that thing to death. It does feel right. Uh, like when it first came in, it wasn't really set up to my liking, but I, I, I took it down to um, 
took it down to Nashville. I was passing through there, and so passing through Jared's country. And uh, yeah, wait, wait, anyhow, wait, before you, before you go any further, yeah. it, you just said Nashville. Yes. Now that's different than Nashville. Nashville. Yeah. So I haven't, I haven't like heard, I don't think I've heard the next. Like Louisville. Louisville. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> okay. I was just pulling, pointing that out. Please go ahead. Sorry. Right. Sure. Sure. It's a Razorback. Um, get, get off his back. He's a Razorback. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not from here, but you know, it's, it's, uh, it grows on it you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm from Alabama. It's not, not a whole lot better. Right. So it's, it's also pretty Southern. So if I slip into some, uh, you know, Proper Southern, let me know. <laughs> but it's not so much a thing. Like mobile, mobile Alabama. <laughs> mobile Alabama. Yeah. Sure enough. My, my younger brother's down there. But anyhow, um, yeah, it's, it's a spectacular guitar, of course. It was, it was. I mean, once I kind of got it set up to my liking and everything, it's it, it, it's phenomenal. So I love it to death. Awesome, man. It's got some traditional um, mixed in with some crazy stuff. Right, and cool. and I've I've got a casino I've been messing with lately. Actually, I got oh. some brand new pickups for it not too long ago. I kind of talked to Tony a little bit about doing a pick guard, but you know he he I was you know it's obviously easier if I send you a pick guard, but the pick guard I have doesn't fit it very well. So uh. <laughs> so at some point when I get up there, I'll I'll have to bring it by. Yeah, you could do that, I, or you know, pick guardian. Yeah, if you want to tape off the, uh, you know, where the opening should be, I should be able to work from that too. Okay, cool. Okay. We'll work on that. Then. Yeah. Because, I mean, I, I pretty much stripped this thing down to nothing. I got it for a crazy good deal. Just just a guy unloading it in Little Rock. And then um, I, I, I gutted it. The only original hardware on it is the tailpiece. <laughs> oh, wow. So it did, like, you know, some updated tuners that look a lot, look more appropriate. Is it the 90s um, reissue? Yes, somewhere in there. But yeah. it's not the the one thing I would like love to do to it is like strip it down, like do the the satin finish they did on some of those like um, the linen editions. You know those? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Where they did the satin? Fi- oh gosh, those look so good. But anyway, I landed this one so cheap, so it was totally worth doing. So I've got some Brandon Wound casino pickups in there. I did a nine twenty D wiring harness. They're out of Conway, Arkansas, not too far from here. Oh. And they do these beautiful wiring harnesses. Super, super cool. Who, who, wait, wait, wait. What was the company? Yeah, 920D. I 920D. Right. Right. When did you get those uh, Brandon Wong pickups? They were somewhere where you were transitioning. I don't know if you were still there or not. Okay. And I did have some questions about those. I sent them to your Instagram. So next time you check it, like, look for your requests. <laughs> right now, I'll check. Yeah, it's <laughs> just like, yeah, about that rhythm pickup. Just okay. to how it's. Um, but anyway, I, I also swapped the bridge out for a goto, and I want to put a bone nut on it. And mm, yeah, I need to, I need to, I still need to notch the goto bridge. It's still not quite set up yet, so I need to play with that some more. But it's a super cool guitar now. I got like the more Gibson style, um, classic Gibson style knobs on it and black covers on it. You know, so it's it's, it's gonna look cool. That's mm. cool. What color is it? It's the natural. Oh, okay. All right. Very nice, very nice. But I, I was a big Pete Yorn fan too. I don't know if you guys are familiar. Oh yeah, yeah. There you go. He always played on a he played on a casino quite a bit. So they, they've always kind of been in my head. But right you know, on. like you know, that's around the, t- the time I graduated high school. Whatever was you know. Uh, Is that when you kind of got into guitar? Well, I mean, I, I've kind of always been into it. Like around fourth grade or so, my my mom and dad got me an acoustic. Um, it was clearly a classical guitar that somebody put steel strings on. Mm. And uh, you had the slotted headstock and the bridge that goes all halfway across the bout, you know, that whole bit. <laughs> uh, 
As a matter of fact, I walked in the room one day and that bridge was sitting halfway up the neck and it pulled itself right out. Yep. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> so John. Yes. You have some a varied interest in guitars. Who were your guitar heroes? Like, oh, that's that's well, shifted a lot. I don't know. Like when I was uh, kind of first getting into, like really got serious about guitar, like in junior high or so, um, I think what really turned me on like, that was that was during the grunge stuffs, you know, kind of tail end of it. I mean, I was living in a tiny town, Alabama, so we we're a few years behind everybody else. So that's about the time grunge hit us. You know? <laughs> anyway, um, I remember like uh, like one of the first albums that really got my attention was uh, a buddy of mine brought over Silverchair's Frog Stomp. Mm, yeah, you guys. Oh, that, that hit a lot. That that struck a chord with a lot of people. Huh. Dang, that was cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I, of course, listen to it at my age now. I'm like, these guys were really angry, but uh, you know, I mean, at the time, that was yeah. I thought that was the coolest stuff ever. So, so you know, there was my PRS obsession. You know, that's kind of like, oh, I gotta get PRS someday. You know, because he was always rocking one of those. And uh, that album was just so raw. It sounded like somebody was just like walking down the street and heard some noise out of a garage and stuck a mic in there. <laughs> and uh, so so cool, and they were coming over like a heavy metal Hanson or something, you know. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, I thought that was so so cool. So I mean, through high school, I was pretty much into heavy stuff, and then I uh, got to college, and I'd kind of gotten into home recording. You know, I had a bootleg version of a uh, Cool Edit Pro. <laughs> For a second, I was like, I've never heard who is home recording. <laughs> who is home recording I, I honestly said that to my head I'm like home recording who is that I've never yeah got into you know recording on my little laptop you know, okay. that kind yeah. of thing on my buddy's laptop or whatever it was you know and uh, anyhow I had a terrible time recording just overdriven guitars so then I kind of mellowed out a bit and mm. got into more acoustic stuff and uh, kind of wrote on that for a long time and um and I don't know, I guess the, I've had, a, I don't know, I, I, I have phases, you know, I, I guess mm-hmm. most everybody does. But, sure, uh, sure. Yeah. It's okay. You, you don't have to Mayor be married to any of it. Name names. Yeah, yeah. I remember name, when name names. Was, name names, yeah. John. Who, who, was, who was your guitar? If you had a poster of a guitar hero oh, well, on your wall, I actually sent, I actually sent Todd a, a message not too long ago. So I have it like a button stuck into my little PV Classic 50 over here's grill. It says Noel Gallagher is my hero. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I mean, that was Oasis was a was a good man. I knew me. I knew he was a good yeah. egg. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> and we, we had Todd likes Liam better. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Oh, man. Uh, but uh, Todd and I actually had a little back and forth about the new Noel edition guitars that came out. Yeah. Indeed. The the Gizlin Custom Shop. Gosh, that looks so cool. It does. You, you then, should uh, stain your casino, man. Stain right. it. Why not? <laughs> Same thing, right? Same Do thing. Do it. Um, but then I saw that, the, you know, the f version looks really cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm down with that. It, it, it's, uh, it, it looks cool. Because it's the, kind uh, of expensive. Uh, Riviera. There you go. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Red Riviera. That, that looks like a win. I might have to shuffle some guitars around to grab that. Yeah. Do that one. Super cool. So yeah, Noel Gallagher was a big one. I I, I love that kind of. Sh- it's it always kind of hit me as a sh- like a straight ahead rock and roll kind of thing, yeah. you know. Um, and uh, it's one of those things like whenever I do kind of look up, you know, decide I'm gonna learn this solo or learn this little riff or whatever, I, it usually falls under my hands pretty quick. Mm-hmm. It's just my guitar language is Noel Gallagher and Bonehead, I guess. Yeah. Well, there's a there's a simplicity to it that doesn't necessarily sound 
uh, rudimentary, I guess. You know, it's it's simple but really tastefully done. And, and also, you know, the things that they did in the studio, just, I mean, the music sounds so big and but but still super approachable mm-hmm. at the same time that's that's why people have locked into them you know that's why they can you know, liam can still go out there and command a hundred thousand people like with with not even a blink of an eye it's pretty remarkable stuff yeah the high flying bird stuff is pretty cool too it definitely oh, yeah. has that flavor you know i mean it's clearly noel stuff you know so that's, yeah. that's fun yeah it's mm-hmm. kind of it's kind of interesting seeing his his like true or at least who he is now like really come out and, and, and he's, uh, you know, it was weird as, um, I, I can't remember if I shared this on the show to, before, but if I did, please forgive me. Um, <laughs> when we were out at uh, smashing pumpkins and he was opening up for them, um, we we're sitting there and, uh, he opened and, for the pumpkins. He opened oh, for man, smashing pumpkins. Cool. Yeah. And we were, we got to go backstage and all that too, stuff. Sure. And, and so we're sitting in in backstage, uh, not backstage, but um, in the in the food in the food area where where the crew and all the performers are just like you know living their life. And we were sitting there <laughs> back there waiting for Jeff Schroeder. And uh, I look over and I'm like, Noel Gallagher's eating a sandwich like five oh, feet away man. from me, and I couldn't do anything. <laughs> I, I couldn't interrupt them. And what am I going to do? I can't do that. And I was like, Dang, that's oh, Noel no. right there. He's right there. He's eating a sandwich. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyways. Yeah, so, so good. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's see. I mean, uh, so who are you listening to these days? Of, well, lately I've been experimenting a lot of new stuff. It's stuff I can't play, but man, it sounds cool. Um, like I kind of stumbled into Plenty. 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 Oh, Plenty. P-L-I-N-I. Plenty. Huh, not familiar. Yes. Oh, you're not familiar. Oh, I'm not familiar. Well, I got to listen to it now. A, a bit of a, a, a he's a really melodic prog kind of stuff. Okay, get your Parker Fly out, and you've got a party. Exactly right. <laughs> well, that was just it. Like YouTube just wow. nailed me with a, with an ad one day. It was one of these uh, um, Strandberg uh, ads, hmm. and it had plenty. And I was like, "Who is this guy? What is this music? What is this guitar he's playing?" <laughs> yeah, what was it the was guitar? All super cool. Uh, it was the, 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 um, gosh, I'm gonna make sure I get this right. Plenty. Any other time? No. Yeah. Strandberg. I, I said it a second ago. There you go. Strandberg. I want to oh, make sure okay. I have that yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, and again, I'm not a proggy player. I can't do any of that stuff, but man, it sounds so cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, so I, I'm, I'm, my 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 music tastes are pretty wide and all over the place. So there you go. Yeah, those are the as ones. far as actually playing. I'm much more up the kind of o- oasisy and you know more that kind of thing. Right. Gotcha. And uh, and and like I said earlier, like Mayor was a a big thing when he came out with Continuum. That was just kind of. I, I remember I, I was on my way to Tulsa and somebody recommended picking an album. Well, somebody recommended I pick that album up, and at the time I wasn't so into him. Um, and I was stuck in the car for like five hours or something like that on the way to Tulsa or wherever, how far it is. And I remember kind of getting out of the car and immediately saying, okay, I got to have a Strat like now. <laughs> I love John Mayer. <laughs> All it took was a car ride. <laughs> I had to have a Strat. So I did find yeah. like a 50th anniversary deluxe to the guitar center. I picked it up and carried it for a long time. Uh, that's awesome. And just got rid of it before I got this new one. So, But nice. uh, yeah, so... 
There you go. The guy who didn't want to strat in the 90s wants one now. So <laughs> I like how you've progressed from a rounded guitar to pointy guitars. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just like yeah. grew points. Yeah. I would love to find out from your perspective as a supporter of our show and a supporter of the guitar community and really into gear, um, what about it, it, it keeps your energy going what about it like excites you what are you what do you like really perk up when you if you're flipping through instagram and you're seeing stuff like you are in the community and you're supporting it why well i, I like making stuff myself so I, I like to think that sooner or later i'll make some guitar stuffs that's gonna happen okay but mm. um anyhow uh you know just seeing what these people are coming up with, you know, and I, I love that the, the boutique thing is everywhere. Now you've got guys, you know, just running out of their garages, doing cool things, you know, out of their basements or kitchens or wherever they are. Um, that, that's super, super cool. I'm all about that. That's a lot of fun. So, um, so I mean, and I'm, I've always been the kind of guy who's more into the gear than the game anyway. It doesn't matter what, what the game is, yeah. <laughs> but, but, um, uh, so I, I'm always eyeing new stuff and, um, so yeah, I guess that's kind of where I'm at. And, you know, I keep thinking that sooner or later I'll get more time to kind of sit around and become a better player, which is what I need to do. Right. But it's, it's a lot easier to scroll through Instagram and say, Oh, that's cool. <laughs> so I'm working on that. But, um, but yeah, just, just seeing what people come up with. I mean, uh, there, there are lots of new guitar builders for that matter too, that I've really gotten into. I mean, the guys out in like, um, Fano down in Novo, like that, oh, that yeah. stuff really got my attention. Super, super cool. He's done a really great job of kind of spinning off that. It looks like they could have always been there. Yeah. Yeah. They I did mean, a great job a of that. New guitar, right. Yeah. He's done a great job of that. Um, and there are all kinds of builders I follow on Instagram. My Instagram is just full of, you know, just, uh, Guitars, motorcycles, and vintage Porsches, and, <laughs> and uh, just oh, whatever really? else. Vintage is, Porsches, yeah. really? Yeah, well, I don't, I don't own one by any means, but uh, but they're sure cool to look at. Oh yeah, um, no, I, so, I worked at a at a vintage Porsche uh, restoration and racing shop for yeah, several years. Yeah, too fun. Yeah, three fifty sixes, man. Oh, oh there yeah. you go. <laughs> that's cool. Wow, that's dreaming big. What's yeah. what's your dream rig, Mister John Williams? What's your dream dream rig? Oh goodness! Well, I I think I've kind of um. Don't say you have it. it. Or game's over, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't get to respawn either. <laughs> well, I, I'm I've, like I said, I've been shopping at amps lately. I'm still trying to figure my amp my amps out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I've got this classic fifty here that I've had since like early two thousands. Um, it's the two twelve, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's 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 too much for most everything. <laughs> Um, great, great clean tone and got a, you know, big reverb tank. It's nice. But anyway, so I, I, I shopped around not too long ago and got a, I tried out one of the Tone Master Deluxes. That's what I've got right now. Okay. I, I like the feature set and my, my office here that I'm sitting in right now is right below my daughter's bedroom. So I can't really, so this, this Tone Master thing was really appealing, having the direct out and the cab sim and all that kind of stuff on it. So that was hmm. kind of cool. Hmm. But so anyway, I'm shopping at amps right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know you said that. I just, I just wonder if there was like a, well, dude, I, that, something in your brain. What goes with that? What's, what yeah. goes with that? Look, that that amp. Sorry, what? What's going to go with that amp? Dream rig. So you got you, you're you're looking at amps. You don't really know yet. That's fair. 
What's your? Well, if I'm picking out like a dream rig amp, like what's really got my attention right now? Those like the they're you know not cheap, of course, but for good reason. They're the the Amplified Nation stuff. Have y'all seen those? Amplified Nation, yes. Oh yes, like the the gorgeous dumbbell looking. I mean, yeah, they're they're fantastic. Those look so cool. Um, so that's probably that's probably dream amp right there. Okay. Huh. Uh, at the moment, that's kind of what I, that, that I've got. That what I've just love to be able to dump money on and then uh i don't know like i say that 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 custom shop noah gallagher thing dude i'd take that yeah how about that for the for the current moment dream rig that's it there you go i like it i like it i like it that's that's all good man very cool um well john it has been an absolute pleasure getting to know you learning about what makes you tick and uh as far as the guitar stuff goes and um it's uh, it's you know, I'm glad you're a supporter of the show. Well, again, glad to be aboard. Love listening to you guys. Awesome. All right. Well, we are going to swing on down to Jared's in the El Camino. We are going to swing on down to Jared's in the El Camino. Hey, everybody's here in the El Camino, so we know what time it is. Would you rather? Wow. It's a special one for John. <laughs> this one's from executive producer Gregory Randall. Here's another Would You Rather. The Burger King Crown Card is shrouded in mystery and probably a lot of grease. Only a dozen folks are known to possess this card, which gives them free Burger King meals for life. This guy's talking my language. Wow. You and your band are approached by three different fast food chains and offered a lifetime of free fries and burgers. Oh, my gosh. To get to get the card, you have to agree to play a show at one of the following locations. To receive your lifetime of fast food delights. So would you rather play at McDonald's in Providence, Rhode Island? A Burger King in Sitka, Alaska? Or a Wendy's in Yazoo City, Mississippi? Oh, that's very specific. (laughs) It is absolutely super duper specific. And thank you very much, Gregory. All right. So McDonald's in Rhode Island, uh, Burger King in Alaska. In in Alaska. And Wendy's in Mississippi. Is there anything um, specific about Sitka, though? Because is it a really horrible area in Alaska or a great area? On the north face and covered with polar bears? I don't know. I have no (laughs) idea. That is oddly specific question and apparently gregory randall is a geography uh connoisseur (laughs) yeah um all right Hmm. i don't know a lifetime a lifetime of burgers and fries yeah yeah okay uh i'll play anywhere for that yeah (laughs) to play all three tony you you can go ahead (laughs) uh hmm i've never been to alaska Okay. So I think I'm going to do the Burger King in Sitka, Alaska. Um, Because I prefer Burger King over McDonald's 
Or what was the other choice? Wendy's. Yeah, Wendy's never... That's an know, Ohio I, company. I know, but in terms of burgers... Columbus. Hmm. Not, not the best burger, in my, my opinion. Okay. So I'm going with the Burger King. All right. You make it for you, mean, you mean it? You're going with Burger King? <laughs> <laughs> it's in Alaska. I love Alaska. I, I think Alaska would be... Well, it depends on the time of the year. Yeah. Uh, but I'd make sure it was a nice uh, midsummer. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see here. Billy. You know, I, I just the thought of McDonald's, you know, I, Rhode Island has some nice seashore, you know, <laughs> and I always loved like going to Indian Lake in Ohio and pulling the boat oh, yeah. up right up to, to McDonald's. You know, you can go there in the morning, you know, in your boat and get McDonald's. So that's that stuck in my mind. Too, you know? yeah. It's like glass. In your cigarette boat and you're making a wake and yeah. everybody's yelling. All the Karens are yelling at you. They're there. McDonald's, Rhode Island. Okay. Uh, Jared, about yourself. <laughs> so when I was way back in the Army... My first orders were to Alaska, and they changed it to Korea. So I'm gonna head up with the old Tony Balonsker. Yeah, and I'm gonna. I'm Did gonna they go change to, it once you got there, and they saw you? They, and they changed said, it Actually, while I was in Korea. Training. Oh, okay. They All right. Changed it while I was a bit. They, yeah. The the captain said, ah, anybody going to Canada or I mean Alaska? Same thing. You <laughs> so are going to. Not really, but you are going to Korea instead. But your band's gonna like, your band's gonna play there. What kind of music does Alaska like? Inuit. <laughs> no, I don't no, know. That's, yeah, it's a good quote. Cold music. I don't know. Cold play. Well, well, you, cold, better, you, cold better, you better get your playlist together. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I got to ask okay. the Eskimos. All right, All right. Uh, John. How about name. yourself? Well, just to add some information here, I, I did Google this. So Sitka is kind of against British Columbia, kind of in between Oregon and mainland Alaska. Oh, oh wow. even better. Okay. Yeah, so it's kind of, it looks like it's out on a little kind of, mm. it might be an island. Yeah, I guess it is an island. So yeah, it's probably know. super duper cold. So, <laughs> Always windy. Yeah. And but it's pretty southerly, you know. So Alaska, not a lot of foot know. traffic? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> probably not, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Especially if the polar my, bear gets it. My Google tabs are kind of funny right now. Even a, there's, there's not even a, a, a restaurant there. The polar bears are brown. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's near Juno. Okay. I've never heard of it. Um, <laughs> what? I don't know. Okay. Anyways. Well, I've got it. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead, John. <laughs> I've got it in my tabs right next to Burger King Crown Card and uh, Brat Pizza, which I'm still hung up on, by the way. Oh. I, need to, I need to experience this. <laughs> no. But, right um, on. So, yeah, I'm, I'm totally going Sitka. My, my family's kind of been into more outdoorsy stuff lately like uh this kind of overlanding camping kind of stuff and alaska is totally on that list so yeah i'm headed there if i can play a gig while i'm out all right driving around that'd be great of course i can't drive there but (laughs) maybe i can get on the bucket list man i'm definitely gonna go up there one of these days you know i'm with you well i am gonna i'm gonna have a party in the snow as well because um burger king basically makes the best non-meat burger it's deli- it's fantastic. It is, the Impossible it is, Whopper, man. Yep. I love it. So uh, I I'm going sure. there for sure. And because it's not a main area, the people are going to be so excited. 
for some real <laughs> good time rock and roll. Oh, right? yeah. They'll all, be happy. All 12 of them. All 12 of them. <laughs> and they'll all say, yeah, this is a good show. Yeah. So <laughs> they, anyways. They cook their fries in well blubber. They, oh. Thanks again, Gregory. Yeah, nice one, Gregory. You came through uh, on that one. That's that was awesome. interesting. Uh, we need to say thank you to a handful of people, Tony, and then we need to let our friend John Williams go. Yes, Todd, you are correct, because at this point of the show, there's a very special group of people that we love to thank. These people are our executive producers, and they That's make right. this show possible. Mm-hmm. All the time. How can you become an executive producer? Go over to patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs and check out a couple different levels. You can participate, be a sponsor, a patron of this very podcast. And each level comes with some very, very, very nice thank you gifts. But there's one thing more. Billy, what is that? You get to have your name read on the thing. God, you sound just like Jared. That's amazing. Because that's what I say. Really? You get to have your name read? Yes, on the thing. That's cool. That's right. So that's what I'm going to do right now. So, without further ado, special thanks to these executive producers. Name the names. Moon Guitars. Vader and Pedals. John Halverson. Rick Calhoun. Trevor Gunberg. Elad Mizrahi. Mike D. Richard Kendall. Mark Garten. Mad Hart. James White, Justin Jones, Anthony Jamalero, Bill Gola Guitars, John Esterly, yep. Anthony Lathrop, Stefan Lamb, Michael Senchuk, Ken Sayers, Doug Christ, Darren Gregory, Tom Brazen, Rusty Sneeden, Ralph Gottschalk, Don Kloss, Gregory Randall, Brett Hogarth, Eric Hammer, Stuart George, Michael Furman, and Andrew DeHaan. Yeah. Thank you, but Is wait, there Todd. Yes! There's more. Yes, there's more. Because there's a special Ooh. group of executive producers. We call them our grand poobas. These uh, people have a fez that they wear. I just saw Billy have Billy's it. Billy's got his He's here. got his head. He's not wearing it currently. He's, he's, he's working on it. He now was, he is. Now okay. I am. He's, yeah. so you're Do you wear to, the tassel in the front or the back? you got to wear that at a on show, man. Side. That'd be it, great. It, it, oh, should, yeah. side, it should be at a 45 to your uh, forehead. Yeah, anyway. Okay. Go, there you go. go. Perfect. Go. So special, 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 special thanks mm-hmm. to these a grand buzz. Who are they? Tommy Manasco, Ricardo Igreda, David Kaminga, Brandon Wild Pickups. That's right. Hicks Matos, Michio Murakishi, Bob Crouch, Jack Cadian, Sam Jett, Tyler Rines, LSJ Music Company, James Pennington. Adam Johnson, Steve Keys, Cody Vasta, Science of Zone, Brian Robison, Jonathan Jeruzic, Corey Nigro, Michael Van Zant, Tim Nowak, Jonathan Daly, Martin Cliff, Sean S. Eddie Serratos, David Poe, Billy Spitfire. Hey! And, uh,. Is there somebody left off? I can't remember. Oh, I know. John Williams. Right. Hey. We got a wave going around the yes. table. Yes. That's right. Yeah. 
So uh, I want to say thank you to all of you who are supporting and to all of our patrons out there who are uh, listening to this episode, which is usually all of them. Um, be looking yep. for something in your email um, from either myself or Patreon. Um, I got, uh, got some cooking. I just want to get your thoughts on. Okay. Uh, John. Williams, where can yes, people sir. go? Do you want to send people anywhere to see what you're up to? Well, uh, my main Instagram presence is actually with my, my little side gig, uh, Grizzly Bay. Uh, it's Grizzly underscore Bay. That's where I, you know, I'm most active. So if, if anybody wanted to chat or something uh, about guitars, like clearly I don't like doing that, but you know. Um, <laughs> what, I, uh, what do you make there at the Grizzly Bay? <laughs> it's an oddity. Um, I do. Uh, primarily like like uh wet shaving brushes yeah they're really um, cool. classic traditional wet shaving brushes you know with the badger bristles and all that good stuff they're psychedelic um, and actually it's kind of a big deal like lately i'm kind of phasing out the day gig and doing that's more awesome of that. brushes nice. for what for shaving making time to make really yes. more things i mean i'll, I'll keep doing oh. the shave brushes of course and i do uh, conductors batons as well my whole family's band directors so that's been a thing but um Hmm. And I, I might have one guitar pedal on there right still, like that I built a while back, uh, an Ursa Centauri. It's a it's a Klon kind of thing, but it's got a a bear riding a centaur on it, which is kind of fun. Oh, that's fun. Um, so yeah, if somebody wants a cool Klon clone. This has got like cloth wrap wire and everything. Then go check that out. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's that's what's kind of what I'm doing. And uh, like I say, I'm kind of phasing out to do more of my own thing, and that's kind of funding other projects I'm working on. That's fantastic, man. Yeah, we'll All see right. how it goes. Good, good. Um, Keep us posted. I figure the odds of starvation are pretty low, but we'll see how it goes. <laughs> there you go. Uh, let's see here. Tony Baloney, where can people find you? Best way is to go over to PickGuardian.com, check out some of the things that I do that I have available. But uh, as we talked about earlier, I do mostly custom work. So shoot me an email. Let me know what you're trying to do, what you want to do, what you're looking for. Or if you just don't know and you need an idea. Yeah, if you just need an idea, shoot me an email. At pick, info at pickguardian.com. There you go. Uh, Billy, how about yourself? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Billy Spitfire. You can find me on Facebook, uh, Billy Spitfire, or my art page, Billy Spitfire Unlimited. Okay. I'm an artist, a musician, and an engineer. Yeah. So talk I to me. Yeah, we learn new things about you all the time. Uh, Jared, how about yourself? You can find me on Instagram, Jared. Alan.Brandon, and you can ask me stuff. Perfect. About anything. All right. Make sure you guys take him up on that. Ask him anything. How about Alaska? Yeah. Ask him everything, actually. Can Why we do ask you, you have about three Alaska? first names? Flood his inbox. Uh, uh, all right. You can shoot me an email, Todd, at theguitarnobs.com. Uh, you can also DM me on Instagram at guitarnobs. We would love to hear what you're up to. Uh, send us your would you rathers. We love getting them. And uh, I'd like to just hear what's uh, going on with you guys out there. So Todd's uh, also in a great band called the Villantinos, and I don't think you've mentioned it yet. So Oh, yes. Thank you. They're on Spotify. Yes, that yep. is correct. Go check Take out the Villantinos. And Billy's band, The Mathematics. Mathematics, Woo-hoo. yes. Do it. As well as the Bastard Sons of Neptune. Yes. So, um, good, good, good. All right, everybody. Uh, John, thank alone. you so much for being on the show, buddy. Hey, thank you, guys. And um, hey, all of you out there, be nice to each other. All right? Have a fantastic guitar week and subscribe. Yeah. 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 Sorry. I said Garibaldi. That's the state fish of California. Yeah.
true. Wasn't he the drummer for Chicago? <laughs> okay. Nothing like getting a clap. Oh, my goodness. I don't want to worry about spinning edit, off edit, the rails. Edit, 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 edit. Edits. Hey, everybody in Tennessee. How are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I was lost and I couldn't find my backyard. He's Brandon he's our, from Jared Wound. Yeah. yeah, Brandon from Jared Wound. <laughs> and then uh, I sent myself a note. Where, what did I send myself? It was, oh, yeah. Hang on. A box of chocolates? No, it was a box of nothing. Billy brought a box and two boxes of nothing. I was I was first chair kazoo in the Youngstown State University yes. Symphony. Yes. Well, it was either you or the other guy in the, in the university, so somebody had to do it. You gotta you gotta clap good. Clap good. Oh my oh, god. I missed it. <laughs> One more time. You call that a clap? Uh, there was a microphone in the way. I didn't want to slap the mic. Billy. Mike, there's a man. Oh my clap. goodness, Grandma Billy can't clap. <laughs> yeah. I had it all set up. Yeah, there's nice. been a lot of freaking distractions. Yeah. Oh. Would it be funnier if 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 uh, Harry Carey asked, "Hey, let me ask you a question. If you were in chaos, who would you be?" I like that. Would you be Gene Simmons? Would you be Paul Stanley? <laughs> or would you be Ace Freely? I'd be Peter Chris. I like cats. That's why. <laughs> and I can't play guitar same life. <laughs> Cubs win. Cubs win. <laughs> and Tony's pouring Jefferson's <laughs> bourbon into a McDonald's so, so slush. Oh. Yeah. Mezcal. 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 The intro to that is me acting like a fool. And I did it for him. He's like, oh, you sound like Paul Stanley. <laughs> Hi, guys. Who was on tonight? I got nothing. Okay. That is what's going on. Hey, that's our episode, everybody. <laughs> All right. That was wow. great. That's a wrap. Yeah. Well, that's it for these knobs. Please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs visit our website at the guitar for all of our past episodes four on the floor blog and other good stuff you can connect with us on social too at our facebook page and share your gear and stories on our facebook group also be sure to check out our instagram at guitar knobs catch you next time